We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome in to Sports Daily here on KFH, the week ending edition of the program. Glad to be here with you today. I'm Tommy Castor. Jacob Albrock out today. Paul Savage joins us to wrap up the week here on the program. The IHOP hotline is being manned by our producer, Jad Chambers, at 869-1240. By the way, the IHOP hotline brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy four new sweet and savory biscuit options. We've got a lot to get to here on the program today as we wrap up the weekend. And it's very much football dominated as it is this time of year with college football, the NFL. We're going to talk to the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, in our very next segment as he previews the Wildcats on the road in Columbia taking on the Missouri Tigers. We're going to recap Thursday night football a little bit later on this hour. We've got our Friday football picks in hour number two. We'll talk to Matt Henderson from CatchItKansas.com about the high school football slate this weekend. Oh, and by the way, the Kansas City Chiefs play a game on Sunday on the road in Jacksonville. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more here on the program this morning. Also, we've got tons of giveaways. That doesn't change. We do that every single day here on the program, so make sure you stay locked in to the IHOP hotline throughout the entire show. We're going to give away tickets to Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie at the Boulevard Theater in Town West. We've got tickets to comedian Burt Kreischer at Interest Bank Arena. That's coming up next week. We're going to give away tickets to that. Uh, the Wichita Wind Surge, they're wrapping up their final homestand of the regular season at Riverfront Stadium this weekend. We'll give you the last chance to win vouchers to see them this weekend in action. 
action and a whole lot more. It's all happening in the next two hours right here on Sports Daily. Appreciate you joining us this morning. Paul Savage, welcome into the show. How you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. I'll tell you what, I can't I can hardly wait to get to our first story, which is gonna be Deion Sanders. So I gotta tell a quick story. Yeah. So Jad and I are sitting in our studio right here at the uh, great offices of uh, of uh, Odyssey. And we're, we're just minding our own business, and Steve McIntosh, you know, sticks his head in. And I said to Steve, I said, hey, do I kind of remind you of Deion Sanders? And he says, no, Deion Warwick. And I, and I kind of <laughs> took offense. You know, so Jad fell out of his chair laughing so hard. And, but anyway, it was, it was an interesting thing. Jad, that was one of the funnier moments of Steve McIntosh I've ever seen. It was difficult to get the show started. I was laughing so hard. That's right. Almost missed everything. <laughs> there you go. How about that? But anyway, this is going to be fun talking about Deion Sanders and, and what has he brought to college football, my friend. And it's, it's an amazing story. Wouldn't you agree? Well, yeah, and that's where we're starting today here on Sports Daily. By the way, Paul, I see zero absolutely zero resemblance between you and Deion Sanders, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's our, no. that's our top story here uh, <laughs> on the show on this Friday. We, t- we touched on it at the very end of the program yesterday, Jacob and I did how uh, head coach for Colorado state, Jay Norvell uh, made some comments leading up to the Rocky mountain showdown this weekend between the Buffaloes and Colorado state where Jay Norvell really took a swing at coach prime saying that when, uh, when he is talking to grownups, he removes his hat and sunglasses. That's what his mother taught him to do. Coach Prime heard that. Uh, there's video of him with his team yesterday in practice saying that Colorado State made it personal. And, and we asked the question, Paul, yesterday when, when Jacob and I were talking about this, what in the world does Jay Norvell have to gain by making those comments? Because we know how Coach Prime is motivated. We know he gets his team going by things that you know he, he, he takes as personal digs to him and his program. This is really not a good look, I don't think, for Colorado State leading up to this game. It's absolutely the dumbest thing I've ever seen a head football coach do. The dumbest thing I might have ever seen. This is like a self-inflicted wound. Uh, yeah. And and I don't know why you would do this. First of all, to think that you're going to get a bunch of young men who are athletes at Colorado State to play hard because a guy doesn't take his sunglasses off in an interview. I mean, come on now. Some of those guys probably get interviewed, put their glasses on, leave their hats on. Come on. I mean, this is just, you know, I, I talk to people. As a matter of fact, you, you you and I are interviewing each other as we speak. As you've noticed, if you're on, if you if you if you've looked at your uh, uh, your your screen, I have a hat on. I have a hat yeah. on, and right now I have a hat and glasses on. I have them both on. So when you when you think about very stylish, by the way, I well, must say. Well, thank you. It's my we the people hat, as you as you can note. But anyway, here's the thing with regards to 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 this. It, it doesn't matter to the kids at Colorado State if you're going to you fire up your football team. You fire up your football team with things that matter. Things that they care about. They don't give a darn that Deion Sanders wears a hat and sunglasses during an interview. He does. And and congratulations to Coach Norville. I think it's very nice if he decides that, that he wants to take his hat off and his sunglasses off when he's doing an interview or talking to adults. I guess maybe I should rephrase that a little bit. That that's okay. He wants to do it. It's fine with me. It's okay. But to to make this a big deal, to give ammunition to Deion Sanders is like 
nuts. It's like crazy. It's like stupid land. What are you doing? And of course, and, and it'd be different, Paul. It would be different if Colorado State had the players to back it up. Like if Jay Norvell had the squad yeah. to make these comments and then be able to to back it up on the field. They don't. I mean, and I mentioned this yesterday in Coach Norvell's tenure with Colorado State. This is his second year. He's got a record of three and ten at Colorado State. I mean, this is not much of a rivalry from a competitive standpoint between the Buffaloes and Colorado State. This game is in Boulder, so you know that the the home crowd, because of the way that Coach Prime has united this entire program, you know that the fan base at Colorado, they're going to be out for blood. That's right. You know that Dion's going to be out for blood. The players are going to be out for blood. I mean, Dion's son, Shador Sanders, the starting quarterback for Colorado, had made comments after the win against Nebraska last week saying that Matt Rule, the head coach of the Cornhuskers, had made comments about his dad, Coach Prime, and that motivated him to play better in the game. So, like, this sort of thing, they thrive on it. Colorado absolutely thrives on it. That's what Coach Prime has done, and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever for a guy like Jay Norvell to make these comments to fire up Colorado even more. And we're going to do our picks next hour here on the show. Uh, But as it stands right now, Colorado, I think, is like a 24-point favorite. And... I mean, come on, like, I I wouldn't be shocked if Colorado beats them by 40 or more. I mean, like, they're not going to let up. They're not going to take their foot off the gas at all in the fourth quarter because of these comments that the coach from Colorado State made. Right. 24, they're giving 24 points. Is that in the first half or is that for the entire game? Exactly. Exactly. That's kind of what I'm I'm wondering because I might take, I might go ahead and give the 24 by halftime. I I could be tempted to do that. So I think, I think I see how this is going to go. And by the way, uh, this is for all of our listeners and for you, Tommy, if you haven't seen it. Uh, in the last couple, well, I think in the last week, there's been a, a video uh, released. I saw it, I think, on a Facebook post from somebody of Deion Sanders. He's asked a question in a in a um, press conference. Some reporter, I don't know who it was, they didn't identify him. The, the question was basically this. Do you care what people think about you? And, of course, you, you kind of knew what was going to come, but the way it was said. And, by the way, Google Deion Sanders, I don't care what people think. I, the, yeah. you, you, you will get the whole thing. It's about a, it's only a minute long. But, in essence, he says, I don't care what people think of me. He says, when you look at me, do I look like that kind of guy that would care what you think of me? He says, you didn't make me. Right. You can't break me. You didn't build yep. me. You can't kill me. And, and and it goes on for about a minute. And it's one of the best videos I've ever seen for one minute, which tells me, and he makes reference to kids, to youngsters. You got, when, when you're young, don't care what people say about you. Only care what people think about you, who you care about. That's who you care what they think about you. Anybody else? Yep. Don't do it. And in social media and all those kind of things. Man, it's 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 crazy. It's it's crazy, but uh, don't care. I don't care, and I know there's a lot of things you don't care. You only care about those that that you care about what they think about you. So I, but anyway, Deion Sanders, he's going to run it up if ever there was a, oh, yeah. a game that's going to get run up, and he's going to make a point.
He's going to make a point, so don't that, you think, Tommy? <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's our first game that we're going to be picking next hour when we kick off our Friday football picks. And I think I've got a, a pretty decent idea on which direction we're all going to go uh, on, on this particular game. But we'll do that in hour number two. We're going to take a break so we can get to Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats, on the other side. On our way out, let's give you some vouchers to the Wichita Wind Surge, their final weekend of action at home at Riverfront Stadium happens this weekend. So we'll give you a, a pair of ticket vouchers to be able to use for this weekend. And then, of course, the regular season is done. Let's take caller number two on the IHOP hotline right now, 869-1240, and you can enjoy the wind surge in action this weekend, courtesy of Sports Daily. Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats, on the other side. It's Sports Daily on KFH. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Daily here on a Friday. Tommy Castor along with Paul Savage here on the program. The IHOP hotline is 869-1240. And on that IHOP hotline right now, the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. The Wildcats head across the border to Missouri, to Columbia, to take on the Missouri Tigers tomorrow. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff. And uh, Wyatt, first off, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to talk to you about this game because I feel like there's a, a lot of different storylines, a lot of things that make this match up really really interesting how you doing this morning Wyatt well I'm doing very well I appreciate uh, you uh, having me on uh, looking forward like you are to talking about this matchup uh, a lot has been said this week and we're about through that it's almost game time yeah, so of course, you know, the, the Wildcats took on the Tigers a year ago. It was a lopsided victory for Kansas State uh, at home. And I am really intrigued by this matchup for a couple of different reasons, Wyatt. First off, I'm perplexed by this Missouri team and the way that they've played their first two games this season. Had a, had a difficult road last week against Middle Tennessee, only uh, winning by four points. Uh, and then they, they play South Dakota to open up the season. And I... I feel like, and, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, I feel like for Missouri to have the opportunity to hang with the Wildcats through four quarters in this game tomorrow, Missouri's going to have to bring their A-plus effort into this game to even have a chance to hang with them. Do you feel the same way? Well, I think you can make that argument. I don't know that I'm 100% on board with that, but only because it's the first road game. It's going to be a very, very hostile environment of 62,000 plus. And you got to go in there and, and try to play as close to mistake-free football as you can. But let's say, say K-State can do that. Then you probably make a pretty good point. But, but I, will, I will add this, and we can talk about this a little bit this morning too, because I think this is a real factor in the game. I think Missouri defensively is better than most people perceive them to be. And I think K-State has been the more consistent offense with the two teams through two games this year. I don't know if you think that's a fair statement or not, but Mizzou's had a few issues with their offensive line. Um, and I, I think they've been more run than throw. And I think we're going to see them probably maybe throw the ball a little bit more tomorrow than they have in the first two games. We'll see how it plays out. So, so what do you make of, you mentioned this uh, just a couple of minutes ago, what, what do you make of all of the talk this week? I mean, leading into this game, I mean, we know, uh, you know, the, 
I guess the quote unquote rivalry between Kansas state and, and Missouri. And of course you, you throw in Kansas in there and the mix. Also, you've got the two teams from the state of Kansas <laughs> and then, you know, the Missouri tigers. What do you make of the conversation leading up to this game, especially knowing what the outcome was a year ago when these two teams faced off against each other? Well, I think at the end of the day, it's as simple as this. These two teams uh, and, and programs have some history. And those of us that are a little older remember that history. And I think that's where a lot of the sure. talk is coming from. Um, you know, these tomorrow's game will be the 99th in a series that dates way, way back. Um, it, in my time at Kansas State, which dates back to 2002, some of the best games and best memories that I've had uh, are, are games with K-State and Missouri. I remember a, um, <laughs> well, I won't get into all of the games, but uh, there, there have been three or four that have been pretty memorable kind of games. I'll give you just one example. Um, when, when Coach Snyder retired the first time, the Brandon Archer interception to, to put that game away is yeah. one of my all-time favorites. Um, so with that said, I guess adding to what you're talking about is, is that, you know, Here's the other factor that not a lot of people are talking about, but I think is is probably the fuel for a little bit of this fire, at least with the younger people. K-State's got a lot of Kansas City area kids and Missouri kids on the roster. Um, A lot of them growing up Mizzou fans. I think in a couple of cases, some of those guys weren't necessarily recruited by Mizzou, and that probably hurts a little. So there's a little of that involved in it too. Fair? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that you're right on there. And, and of course, there's always that battle of the Kansas City Metro as far as recruiting, you yeah. know, it, it plays into it and, and which, you know, which one of those schools is going to, you know, come off of that. One other question before I throw it to Paul uh, for, for his first question. So I was do I was looking at this the other day and I knew that, you know, it seemed like the, the Wildcats through the first two games of the season had had a really solid effort defending the run. What I didn't realize is that they're the number one team in the nation in run defense through two weeks in the season. And and I wasn't expecting quite that kind of output. I don't know about you, and I don't know what your takeaways have been through the first two weeks of the season, uh, as we know that they're, of course, the number one run defense in America. Well, I think there are a couple of factors there that you can probably look at. Um, Again, you've got a a team that won the Big 12 last year with 15 returning starters and some veteran guys up front there and a really pretty salty linebacking core. Um, That's the the given going into the year. But but maybe the surprise comes from, and and you make a good point, because you're trying to replace in nose tackle Eli Huggins, one of the most consistent football players from my perspective that has been here uh, in, in, in several years. He did everything right. <laughs> Terrific football player. Very hard to replace. But Uso Sayamalo has been really good. And and the yeah. two guys backing him up have been rock solid. When you put that with a healthy Khalid Duke, a healthy Nate Matlack, and Brendan Mott, all of a sudden, and, and I'll even throw Cody Stuffelbein in there. Stuff's done a pretty nice job uh, at a – and what I mean is, is at a lesser role, fewer snaps, but he's been okay. And, and then with those linebackers, and, and Coach raved in the preseason about uh, Desmond Purnell. You you heard that. So you put him with, with Austin Moore and Daniel Green, who are standouts. You can kind of see why they've, they've been pretty good. They have eight sacks and 20 tackles for loss in, in two games. That's pretty good production, regardless of, of who they're playing. And I, I would like to think that 
both of the teams that they've played have been pretty decent running teams. That's where you feel pretty good about it, right? At least that's that's the way I see it. Well, Wyatt, I think you're exactly right. Paul Savage here. By the way, it's good to talk to you again. It's been a it's been a minute you since too, we buddy. met. How are you? I, I'm doing really good. It's you and I conversed on a weekly basis in a different radio life of mine, but it's good to visit with you again. I've always enjoyed you, and thanks for coming on. You know, here's the question I have. The question I have for you is, I don't give two hoots about this game in particular. You know what I care about, Wyatt? (laughs) I care about the Big 12 beating the SEC. I take this personal. This is a little personal for me. There's, There's nothing endearing to me about the SEC. And I want K-State to beat Missouri. Oh, for K-State, because I know it's important to K-State, and I want them to win this game. But I want to thump the SEC. You want Big 12 people? You want to be considered the best in the country? One of those conferences? Here's how you do it. You take these kind of games. I know it's not Bama and 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 K-State, but it's a, still a big game. You beat an SEC. You don't let a, let a mid a mid type school in the SEC beat a past Big Twelve champion like K State. That can't happen. I think there's more ramifications than just a football game between two universities. There is bragging rights with regards to conferences on the. T- Am I overstating this? Am I off the wall well, on this? No, I, I don't think so necessarily, Paul. I, I think what it what it is is, I mean, if I'm being a thousand percent honest here, um, I think there are some hard feelings with people in the Big 12. And yes. maybe there should be over this yes. deal with Oklahoma and Texas. Um, I, I think all of us feel that the upper crust, I'll call it, of, of the SEC is really good. Well, But you know. I, I think I think that a lot of the national pundits j- just – they 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 promote the SEC as the greatest ever, uh, and, and I don't know that they are all of that. I'm not saying that they're not good and they're not competitive. They have they they send more players to the pros than anybody, but but they should because they're getting where, where they flourish is getting the best offensive and defensive linemen out there. That that's the that's deal. right. You know they'll they'll occasionally get you know some some other good players too, but that's just my opinion. But you know, the, the the sometimes marketing is a good thing, right? You know, and, and and they do a pretty good job of marketing themselves. Like the the slogan of of it just means more. That's baloney in my mind. You think you think you think SEC football means more than it does to Big Twelve football for these people in the Midwest? No chance. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, no chance. No chance. Not at all. Well put. Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, joining us here uh, on Sports Daily. Wyatt, uh, I feel like this is going to become a week-to-week question for you as the season plays out every time you come on the show, and that's uh, talking about the the freshman phenomenon Avery Johnson. So we saw him play in week one, didn't see him in action last week against Troy, and just kind of following some of the comments made by Chris Kleiman this week, where do you stand on the usage of Avery Johnson moving forward? Do you think we'll see him tomorrow against Missouri? Is this something where they're wanting to try to maybe hide a little bit of, of what he can do and, and some of the ways they plan on utilizing him? Or is this something where it's kind of just going to be in the moment they make a decision on whether or not they want to utilize him? Well, you asked several questions there, and <laughs> yeah. I, I totally get and understand everyone. You're talking about a very unique young man, 
and a very unique talent that everybody is mesmerized by, including you and me. Is that right? I mean, right. would that be the right thing to say? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but but I think what what I would describe here, guys, is I think we're talking about a moving target. And what I mean by that is, is I think even the coaches are trying to figure out exactly, you know, from week to week how they want to do this. There are some that surmise that, well, in the best case scenario, they would play him in four or five games, including the bowl, and get him redshirted. You right. would understand that argument, right? But who who yep. wouldn't? There are others out there that say this kid is so good that he's probably not going to be there five years anyway. Why are you worrying about redshirt here? I get that one too. So having said all of that, leads us to this. How and when do you use him? And that really is the question, right? Because as good as he is, as good as he's going to be, the quarterback that you have right now is pretty good too. But we all know, we all know that it is hard to get through a season with a single guy. Most can't do it. We saw it last year with Adrian Martinez, and that, of course, turned into, you know, the explosion of what is now Will Howard, who turns out to be a pretty good football player. I know this is a longer answer than maybe you wanted, but I think you have to lay it all out there in in what it is. Do I think that he will play tomorrow? I think I can't guarantee it, but I think there is a really good chance that he will some. Right. What does that mean? I, I mean, I don't know. Is it 10 snaps? Is it 30? But I do think he's got a, a chance to play. At the end of the day, you boil all of the water out of it. I guess this is where I, I lead to here. The kid is a special talent. I really think they haven't exactly said this to me, and I'm talking about the the, the Climans and the Kleins of the world. But I think this guy is currently the number two quarterback on this football team. And if something happens to Will Howard, he's going to play. You, you okay with all of those answers? I think I, <laughs> I think you're right on target. But there's a lot of upside to this kid. I think we'd all agree on that. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to – you know what? It's kind of like going and scouting LeBron James. Anybody <laughs> yeah. could go scout LeBron yeah. James you and think? come back and say, that dude's a ball. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, you got a point. I saw Avery, and I, when, when he first got here in January, you know, I was so excited to have him come and, and be part of this. But – it became a little different animal when I saw him, you know, in spring ball. Um, it's different watching him on tape than it is watching him live. I'm just being honest about that. He, he's, um, he's, he's quite talented, but it's more than just the, the four-star talent or whatever you want to say. Everybody sees that he can spin it, that he can run, all of that. But what has put him in this position is his football acumen and how well he's been coached and how hard he's worked. I'm sure that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, makes total sense to me. You know, uh, before we got you on on the line with uh, with Tommy and myself, uh, Wyatt, we we had a quick conversation about Deion Sanders. I swear to gosh, I can't remember having thought so much about Colorado football or followed it as close as I have. I think since the days of Bill McCarthy, maybe. I mean, it's it's been a it's been sure. a while, been a while. But I I'm watching what's going on at Colorado. Is there is there 
is there something about Deion Sanders that that is really special? Because what he is doing to for for foot college football to me is amazing. Your thoughts, if you don't mind, I know it's not K State, but man, you've got such no. a great feel for college football. Give me your thoughts on Deion Sanders. We just got through talking about him. What do you think uh, uh, about the job he's doing and how he goes about doing his job? I love the subject, and I do a lot of interviews, and I get asked about it quite a bit. Oh, okay, honestly. good. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to try to tackle it here. Let's go back to what we said about the SEC marketing itself. Right. I don't think anybody needs to market Dion. He does it himself. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> That's a and good And I point. think he, he is, he is a, a, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure how to say this, other than he is a very – charismatic personality and kids relate to him in a really big way. And you're seeing something here. I don't think I'm overstating this that has never really happened in major college athletics before. He has set the college football world on his ear. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? No, you're right. No. Yeah. I mean, you look, Hey, this is a program guys that won one game last year and they've been awful for a long time. Right. Right? right, and all of a sudden, you you hire Dion, you get back into the Big Twelve. There aren't enough tickets printed for those folks out there, and I get it. <laughs> they're a good product. I think they're very, very, very good offensively. I think you can still analyze and say, are they good enough defensively? And they have, go look, they have a hard schedule. That uh, they have a hard schedule after this week. I think they play at Oregon and then USC yep. at home after that. Yeah. We're going to know here in mid-October if they're – well, even if they go 7-5, and five, wouldn't you say that's a monumental success for, for a guy who, whose team won one game last year and he brought in 80 new guys or whatever it is? I don't it's know. Incredible. Sure. It's an amazing story. For sure. I don't yeah, know. That, without a doubt. I don't know 7-5 and five is where I would think. I would think it's going to be more no, than no. that. I, but I mean, they'll be that. But that's because yeah. I'm buying into the into the, into the the uh, shtick, quiet. <laughs> I'm buying into it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think Fox and ESPN is buying in with you, Paul. Yes. Yeah. That is true. Well, they're following him around like, uh, like he's Elvis. <laughs> Good. Gosh <laughs> almighty, you're exactly correct. Dobby, go well, ahead. Hey, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I would follow him around, too, if I knew I was going to get incredible ratings to, uh, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to have him on, on my networks for sure. Right. One more uh, one more K-State question for you, Wyatt, uh, before we let you go here on the program. Uh, so, I know, like, for me, and I'm not sure where you landed on this before the season, but for me, I was really interested coming into this year on how the depth at the wide receiver position for the Wildcats would all play out. We knew that Phillip Brooks was going to be kind of the veteran and the one that was going to, you know, maybe be the number one or step up and maybe need to do more uh, catching the football for the Wildcats. But through two weeks, in week number one, it was really R.J. Garcia. In the Actually, both weeks, Jaden Jackson has looked really good. Jackson had a touchdown last week against Troy. Keegan Johnson, I think, has been kind of banged up right from, uh, from Iowa, the Iowa transfer. How have you mm-hmm. felt through two weeks on the depth of the wide receiver position? I love the question, and I think it's very pertinent when you're talking about K-State football offensively. It was the question mark because you have your starting quarterback back. You have your entire offensive line back. Now, we're minus Christian Duffy, which is an issue right now at right tackle. But when he gets back, you've got a pretty good group there. You've got Ben Sennett. You've got two quality running backs. They're not Deuce Vaughn, but they're good. So there's the question. And I think you laid it out really pretty well, honestly, because 
RJ's been what we hoped he would be. We Philip Brooks has been what we knew he would be. Okay, Ben Sennett has been for the most part what we knew he would be. But when you get Keegan Johnson onto the field and healthy, he is a difference-making guy, and I'm excited. I can't tell you how excited I am about Jaden Jackson and a couple of those freshmen that I don't know how much they're going to contribute this year, but but Jace Brown and Trey Spivey are going to be really good players. Um, Jaden helping right away really helps. He's athletic. He has experience. Not a ton, but enough. And I think with the confidence he got right out of the gate, you've seen, I don't know if explosion is the right word, but he he thinks he can play, and that's half the battle, right? I think <laughs> yeah, that's been a big yeah. factor. Same with RJ. So it's it's been it's it may have been a question going in, but I think they feel pretty good about where they're at. But even more importantly, where they could be down the road, you know, a, a month or two. Yeah, it's been uh, you know pleasantly surprising, I think, through the first two weeks of the season uh, to see how the wide receiver room has uh, played out and and the talent that is there. Um, on the field catching passes from Will Howard. Wyatt, we appreciate it. Of course, the, the broadcast tomorrow, it's an 11 a.m. kickoff in Columbia. Uh, so for our listeners here on KFH that are going to be tuning in, uh, anything special on the broadcast? Anything that uh, anything you want to highlight going into the broadcast tomorrow? Well, I got a feeling that uh, Matt and Stan at the beginning of that broadcast will talk a little bit about what we've talked about with the hype about the game and, and kind of the, the talk back and forth. Um, we'll have some typical things too, you know, coach Kleiman and the coordinators on uh, a couple of intriguing uh, player interviews. I won't say much more than that. I'll, I'll make people listen in, but um, I, I think you'll appreciate that. And uh, I can't wait for this game guys. I, I, I think it really is a big game for both. And, and I'm, I'm pumped up for this one. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. 11 a.m. kickoff in Columbia. The Wildcats and the Tigers. Wyatt will be on the call along with Stan Weber uh, tomorrow in Columbia. Wyatt, we appreciate your time, and we'll see you again next week. Tommy, thanks. Good to talk to you guys. Thanks, Paul. You bet you, Wyatt. All right, there goes Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats here on K-State. Really appreciate uh, these weekly visits with him as we are headed, uh, headed through our very first season as the Wichita home for the Kansas State Wildcats. We're going to take a break. On the way out, Jad, let's do another giveaway. Uh, let's do tickets to Burt Kreischer, the comedian at Interest Bank Arena next Friday, the Tops Off World Tour. This guy is pretty funny. Uh, I, I enjoy watching his stuff and, and uh, hearing him. So we'll do a pair of tickets to that show next Friday at Interest Bank Arena. Let's take caller number three on the IHOP hotline, 869-1240. We'll get you a pair of tickets to Burt Kreischer at Interest Bank Arena next Friday. On the other side, we're going to give you a little bit of a recap on Thursday Night Football, the Eagles and the Vikings last night. That's on the other side here on KFH. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Daily on a Friday. Tommy Castor, Paul Savage, and Jad Chambers producing the program. Congratulations to Jason, who picks up the wind surge vouchers a little bit earlier this hour. And congratulations also to John, who went to, uh, won tickets to see Burke Kreischer at Interest Bank Arena next Friday. More giveaways coming in hour number two, so make sure to hang on for that. Our thanks to Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats, for joining us here on Sports Daily. And Paul, before we transition away from the Wildcats, I'm I'm with Wyatt. Uh, I'm really excited for this game. I, I think that the fact that we know that there's been a lot of talk all week long between the both fan bases and both teams about this matchup, and you know, to your point about the Big 12 SEC and all of that. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty explosive matchup, and it should be a lot of fun. I think you're exactly right. However, you know, I don't want to burst anybody's balloon, but I think I think Faro Field is is more of is not that explosive place like Kansas State would. You know, if it was a home game there or in Alabama, it's you know Faro Field's fine. You'll have sixty two thousand people there, but it's it's not charged. It's not uh, it's not like the people are on top of you. If I remember correctly. The 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 uh, the uh, fans are back a ways. It's it's not that place. It's not Texas A and M, which is the greatest place I've ever played. It's not Texas A and M, and it's 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 more of a KU atmosphere, really. If you if you want, no offense, Tommy. No offense. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, gosh, now I wish I'm over I here catching strays all of a sudden. I didn't. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's going to be, I think, a, a good atmosphere. Okay. Well, uh, but... just because, well, just because we know. Uh, and why it touched on it, the history between these two programs. Right. Everybody knows about the border war between KU and Missouri, but I think less talked about, but still pretty volatile, is this rivalry throughout history between Kansas State and, and Missouri. Right. And knowing the way that the Wildcats absolutely dismantled Missouri a year ago inside Bill Snyder Family Stadium, the fact that they're headed to Columbia now. I mean, you know the Tigers are out for revenge. I'm just not sure that I've got that amount of trust in Eli Drinkwitz and then, by extension, Brady Cook, the starting quarterback, to really do a whole lot to take down the Wildcats tomorrow. 
Well, well, I think that's probably an assumption that I would agree with. And our 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 picks on on Friday football picks will probably yeah. show that that would be yep. my guess. Uh, but you know, here again, as we talked with Wyatt, you know, I don't like Missouri. I don't know that I ever didn't dislike them or anything. But I, you know, they left the Big Twelve. They yeah, kind of I don't ins- like them at all. They kind of insulted me personally. I kind of took it personal, sure. and I know you probably did too as a Big Twelve guy. Absolutely, we're both Big Twelve guys. You know, I take that kind of stuff seriously. I don't care for it. You know, and I, I want K-State to go in and thump them and thump them good at home, partly because, you know, I thought that they added, they, they acted very poorly with their decision to go to the SEC. Now, uh, what are you in the SEC? Are you good at football? No. Are you good at basketball? No. Well, no not, no, not not really. What are you no. good at? Well, I'm not <laughs> sure. Not good at anything. I don't yeah, not know good at anything. If there is, I, I apologize. I'm not aware of it. Make me aware no, of it. No, and I'll they got a good journalism school. That's about the only thing I'll give them credit for. Yeah, and, uh, and, and and who needs journalists nowadays when you got AI? Right. <laughs> I guess that's that's a good point. Uh, I also like the fact that you've got uh, Eli Drinkwitz, and I'm, I've been on record. Uh, I think I called him a bozo the other day. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll double down on that. I like the fact that he's <laughs> the head coach at uh, at Missouri because I don't like the program, so it makes it that much better when I think the coach uh, is a bozo. But like you mentioned, we'll have our we'll have our Friday football picks, and that'll be one of the games that we pick uh, coming up at the top of the hour. That, that's Let's, the line of the show. I'm not going to retract the fact I called him a bozo. That's that's I'll, tremendous I'll radio right there, Tommy. I'll, great, great I'll job. Double, yeah, I'll double down on uh, on my bozo claim <laughs> with Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, we'll pick that game among a bunch of others coming up at the top of the hour in our Friday football picks. Uh, Paul, before we wrap up our number one Thursday night football last night, uh, the Eagles and the Vikings. The Eagles hang on for a six point win, thirty four to twenty eight. So I'll tell you, I watched. Uh, most of this game and it you know for the most part it looked like the Eagles were in control Mm -hmm. and then it was right around 10 o'clock and uh, my routine at 10 o'clock at night we have a a baby we've got an infant he's about four months old right right. and it's usually it's usually my job at 10 o'clock to give our baby a bottle so I leave I leave the room to go feed the baby and the Eagles it looks like there's like five minutes left they were up by two scores and I'm like, all right, this is going to be, you know, pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, I come right. back. The uh, game is still going on. There's like 30 seconds left. And the Vikings actually made it a little bit more interesting at the very end. But at the end, the Eagles hang on. They go to 2-0. and The Vikings fall to 0-2. Any takeaways from Thursday Night Football? Well, you know, running the football never goes out of style, does it? And, and the ability yeah. of the Eagles to run the football was really something. I mean, it was, it was a lot of game control. And, and – and, that's what made the game uh, for – and I watched a good ch- chunk of it. I probably didn't watch quite as much as you, but I watched a good chunk of it. Uh, but it certainly seemed like the Eagles were in charge, and to, for it to be that close is, is amazing. You know, you, you, you can't score if you don't have the football, and, and the Eagles controlled the football. They controlled the line of scrimmage and really controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. Uh, and it always pays to be a physical football team up front. Most of the time, if you're more physical than the other guys – up front in a football game, you're going to win that game. That's just sort of the way it goes in most cases. But uh, it was an interesting game. Not as, you know, not as interesting as it could have been. But, you know, there are there are teams that are going to run the football. And if you can run the football, you've got a real advantage. And that was that that was that that was shown last night with the Eagles and their ability yes. to run the football. That's that's what it really comes down to, Tommy. I felt like Jalen Hurts looked a little tentative throwing the football early on in the yeah, game. A little I think bit you're unsure right. about yeah, that. I think you're uh, th- right. There was 
there was a, a sideline uh, altercation, I guess you could call it, between Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. Uh, and after the game, they talked about that. And, and really, it's uh, they chalked it up to just competitiveness and that A.J. Brown wants the ball. Devontae Smith was the preferred receiver for Jalen Hurts in that game. He had four catches, 131 yards, and the one touchdown catch that Jalen Hurts right. threw in that game. But really, we know that Hurts will hurt you on the ground. Two touchdown runs for Jalen Hurts on the ground. Uh, and that's just really what he does, right? Yeah. So I think that, in my opinion, I think you can chalk up kind of the sloppy and tentative first half from the Eagles All right. to just to just that. And I think the Eagles are going to be okay, although they haven't quite been as dominant through the first two weeks of the season as I would have thought they would be coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. I don't know about you, but that's kind of my takeaway. I think you're right on target. That's a very good uh, analysis and, and right on spot as, as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's going to wrap up hour number one here on Sports Daily. On the other side, as we get into hour number two, our Friday football picks. We'll recap how we did in the first week, last week, and then we'll tell you in uh, for all the college games, all the NFL games that we're going to pick this week, how we feel they're all going to play out against the spread. That's on the way for you in hour number two on Sports Daily. Make sure to have that IHOP hotline locked in at 869-1240. By the way, the IHOP hotline brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy four new sweet and savory biscuit options. Our Friday football picks on the other side. It's Sports Daily. Tommy Caster and Paul Savage wrapping up hour number one on KFH. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.